0: Hi, I'm here at uh, Officina Grande Riparazione Torino, a place for innovation and tech. And um, you know, in in this last uh, month in this new phase, I've I've been lucky to meet a lot of people that is building stuff, is building new fan engagement, sports tech, uh, media engagement, streaming and whatever. And so I I like to create content and, you know, talk about what I see, etc. But I especially like to be involved with people that are building, launching, improving, learning. And with the work I'm doing as a strategic advisor for Buy Smart Video with Paul and Bengu, uh, I've seen they're also doing something new. So I was immediately curious and I wanted, I, we met in London last month. And so I, I immediately wanted to go into discovery mode and see what, what they're building uh, for creators and, and media companies and sport properties. So let me introduce you to Bangu Atamer. Uh, She's a co-founder at BuzzMyVideo. But now we are talking about something completely different. Ciao, Bangu. Tell me a bit, or tell, I know, I know. So tell everybody else a bit about yourself and how you arrive at creating what you're doing now, quickly.
1: Ciao, Carlo. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, um, so at BuzzMyVideos, I've been at BuzzMyVideos for more than 10 years now. i've kind of closed the decade um and (laughs) what we what we are doing we are doing all things youtube as you know and right now we are very excited because we are taking one of our products uh, from a different angle and putting it into the market Uh, and obviously a couple of months ago when we were chatting i was just showing you the product and uh, i've been collecting a lot of feedback from both Users or advisors or industry professionals like yourself, and uh, trying to build the product from not from scratch, but like trying to build a product that actually makes sense in the market. Um, because as you know, the market is evolving so fast as well. In order to keep up, uh, we we have no other option but to build, I suppose. Uh, so yeah, uh, and. <laughs>
0: and I just- uh... So by the way you're in london correct
1: correct i in. i'm based in london um, and i've always been based in london for since my youtube days so before buzz my videos exactly. obviously i was working at youtube before and i was overseeing the audience development team out of london and before that, I was in Dublin, uh, still with YouTube. And before that, uh, I was actually uh, working at Gmail, which is another great product.
0: Oh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, why are you so obsessed about YouTube? <laughs> so if I ask. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's interesting, right? Because I was thinking about this, because normally... Uh, Obviously, there are products, they come in, they make it a big wave, and then they kind of uh, plateau a little bit. YouTube is such a rich product uh, platform. Um, It it has created an industry, now we call it the creator economy, or it has kind of created the creators, really. And because it's such a rich platform, uh, I'm not going to say it keeps on innovating so much, but it just, it's a very rich platform in terms of what it offers for creators and for audiences. Um, I think it just still has us captured. We still can build things off the back of YouTube and uh, we still learn off the back of YouTube. And that's why I think I'm still, um, I'm still passionate about the platform.
0: Yeah, I think I had the impression recent in the last you know, few years it has been a bit mediatically underestimated because then when you see the, the, you know, the total mean of the usage statistics, YouTube is incredibly um, used by, by people in different generations, etc. cetera. Uh, very often you hear about YouTube being uh, the second search engine. Let's see now with ChatGPT and everything. <laughs> but um, to be honest, I always have Google, ChatGPT, and YouTube open because I'm, you know, searching, researching, et cetera. So, yeah, it's kind of true, I think. Um, and you, because one thing that I, I I think, obviously, people will come to you and say, well, why are you not also doing what you're doing for, I don't know, TikTok, for example, or this other platform, or Instagram? And you always were very strong and solid and saying, no, no, we are specialized on YouTube, we need to focus, we're not. Um, we're not to corporate so we need to focus and we we stay on YouTube I think that's the position, correct?
1: Correct, in a way there's these other platforms we are surely studying them we are looking at them we are trying to learn from them because YouTube ultimately is in competition with them it keeps us evolving as well but we're not we're not necessarily uh, just because we want to do what we do best and what we do best is on youtube but that doesn't mean that we're not looking at other platforms we're not learning from them um we are constantly constantly checking and trying to understand okay this piece of content or this piece of action is potentially working on tiktok or instagram or any other platform even linkedin these days because it's evolving into more video and live stream so we're just trying to take those best practices but you got to be focused. Otherwise, as you know better than I do, in in business, if you do not serve well in a focused way, you're not going to survive. So we are like, okay, YouTube is our main focus, but we just keep on innovating off the back of both YouTube and also other platforms as well.
0: So, and and last question before going to, because otherwise we're still chatting, we don't show anything, so it's my fault. But I was curious about certain things. Uh, do you think it's also a question, and, and it, it, a simple yes or no, it's enough, of the fact that YouTube has a if well-defined, well-known, deep a- API? Th- this is for oh, the yeah.
1: yeah, it's easier to build on YouTube because it's like a, yes, very kind of rich API. And we we because we know in and out, uh, then we can work and mold that data from the API in a way that kind Mm. of serves creators. That I think like Mm. other platforms, I know like obviously Facebook, Instagram, they do have some limited capacity of API as well or Pinterest, et cetera. Um, But then maybe it's a combination of, yes, their API might be limited, but also how we Mm. work with that API as a know-how might be a bit limited as well. Mm. So it's the combination of both, we just like uh, we just don't want to invest in that area yet. But mm-hmm. I'm only saying yet because you never know. Uh, things are evolving really fast as well.
0: Yeah, we need to do something together if we find out the LinkedIn API. I have a lot of ideas on LinkedIn, but I don't absolutely. know. <laughs> so no, let let's show me let's show me something now. I think that will be the Isn't best. Fun? So the name is Full Score. The
1: name is- Full score, full score digital. Nothing to do with
0: football, nothing to do with football scores or anything. Because the people see me and say, oh, another app that shows me football live scores. No, it's not that.
1: (laughs) I know, I know. But it would work uh, with football content as well, if they have presence on YouTube, (laughs) for sure. But yeah, um, Yeah, just some sort of scoring, uh, for sure. So this is is our home home homepage. And uh, it's actually we wanted to keep it very simple and kind of uh, informative as to what you may get from this product uh, and maybe I can show you a little bit how the the flow mm-hmm. kind of works from a user perspective
0: right. so from what I see here is I have a YouTube channel with clearly some content that I mean that is relevant to me so this is for people with a, a good i mean growing YouTube channel of some size that want to understand how to um, improve and grow the channel. Is it correct?
1: Correct. This is definitely
0: for creators.
1: This is a platform for any brand, any publisher, any content creator. It could be a solo entrepreneur or it could be a kind of content creator of any vertical, but it could be a publisher. It could be a football club um anyone who has a youtube presence on a youtube channel and what it does it provides actionable and optimization friendly insights so it's it starts as an analytics suite and and Mm -hmm. then obviously we will be keeping kind of adding new functionality which i'm going to walk you through as well as to how it would evolve from just a basic kind of optimization insights uh product to more kind of like a scaled, automated optimization suite, and obviously it's free yeah. to sign up. Like if you have a channel, you can come in and you can just like um, sign up.
0: I I have a channel that I'm currently utilizing like nothing, but uh, I will try. Sorry, I, I haven't done it before, but uh, because I want to see it, I haven't seen it. So it's I'm I'm super curious. I will ask dumb questions but i think that's what everybody's starting to learn something we do so
1: <laughs> not yep, perfect please go okay so when you log in uh, it would ask you to create an account and it's a very simple kind of account creation process once you create your account it's going to ask you to authorize your youtube channel to to full score so that it can actually provide you this analysis on your on your account and full score immediately gives me an analysis of what I might be doing well versus what I might not be doing that well. It's just a summary of things that I can potentially yep. work on and improve. It then drills down; it goes down into each specific uh, YouTube functionality okay. or feature.
0: So it basically, so the, just to, obviously, you were already. In, so what I do, I, I kind of with like many apps, I connect API to API my YouTube channel with your platform so your platform can learn more about my channel and start analyzing with the criteria and all the ration that you have in your in, you know intelligence engine that analyzes this correct
1: correct so the analysis the so because of our kind of like work over the last 10 years and because of uh, established YouTube optimization kind of rules there are a couple of things that we can potentially check uh, based on that know-how if a specific video is like doing well in terms of its content optimization or not. So we've decided to put all of this know-how into practice mm-hmm. by saying, okay, let's go and check because it would be impossible for me to, to check one by one all of my 134 videos. I can check them one mm-hmm. by one, but it will take me quite a lot of time so then here i would get a summary okay you know what i i need to make sure that my custom thumbnails because we all know optimizing custom thumbnails is very strong youtube optimization you could basically mm-hmm. change the destiny of a video if you were to kind of have a really optimized thumbnail and here luckily uh, it it tells me that i have nothing to fix but for instance it also tells me that none of my mm-hmm. videos have kind of proper tags or i'm missing subscription links in my descriptions i'm missing end screen usage so there are plenty of things that i can kind of you're, actually- a,
0: you're a lazy you're a lazy creator <laughs>
1: <Yes>. I <know. laughs> so i think i was going to talk about this so I think, not in terms of laziness, I am a lazy creator personally, but here, (laughs) personally, but uh, there is a lot of, when you upload a video, you're in the rush of uploading a video, obviously, uh, you may forget Mm -hmm. things and then you say, hey, you know what, I'm going to do it later on. And then it keeps on building. And some of these functionalities, they did not exist years ago they didn't exist for Mm. instance screens there was something called annotations on youtube so imagine if you had a channel and if your channel had like a video uploaded like i don't know seven years ago five ten years ago it would be not by default optimized for this functionality and to be honest with you as a content creator your focus is on the creative and the content strategy side you may miss these things and that's where we come in and we kind of help you and take on board that action from your your plate. So basically,
0: so if understood well, this could especially help, sorry, for the job, but lazy creators, because you can help them identify and automate uh, tasks that basically can improve even. And I'm I'm totally fascinated by the fact that also old videos, because you have the stats, so even videos that are old, and and later maybe we'll talk about. I saw playlist. I was I'm fascinated by the playlist because I, I'm not sure what you're doing with that. So, but the fact that you have, uh, if you have, especially if you have like quite a large archive, there is a lot you can do even after the fact. Correct.
1: Correct. So imagine if you are a kind of content publisher that doesn't publish that often but that publishes in bulk, you know, like there's an event and then you just publish. And then you just like, you can then do other things on YouTube, like, as you said, utilizing playlists uh, to curate, further curate your content, because then it would take that existing content and put it in front of the audience from a different, from a different angle. So, and it's free. So, and it's stay
0: on that because I, I need, I need, I uh, need to be convinced, sorry. I understand. So I'm a user of playlists. I never created playlists. So I need to understand it better. So why do you think playlists, maybe you just said it, but I want to understand it better. Why do you think playlists are something that like everybody has to have? Even playlists, I always thought, okay, it's like a series. No, I, I write books of a series. I put it in a mm-hmm. playlist. But you're saying that playlist is more than that.
1: Yes, it's more than that because it's, Content groupings, so it's like curation. There is a lot of content on YouTube. The better you can curate your content and present it and package it from a different angle to your creator uh, to your audience, then you increase the likelihood of it being discovered. And playlists are good in for because of other reasons as well. One other reason is once your audience is in a playlist and watching one of your videos, then they can potentially continue watching more which will then bring you more watch time, which is a very important key metric on YouTube. And playlists mm-hmm. are searchable as well. So it's free. And if you are not curating content in a, in a way that's kind of more presentable for your audience, more uh, categorized way, then you're missing out on opportunity. Let me give you one example. For instance, uh, during the pandemic, there was this um, kind of like trend, on YouTube, everybody started searching for things like cooking at home, exercise at home. And if you happen to have a kind of like a fitness channel, uh, if you curated your content in a way that could be kind of applicable to exercise at home, then you would then take all that exercise kind of uh, content and present it in a different way because that keyword was trending and everybody was searching for it. And you could go back, revisit your archive, and re-curate things that are more applicable to the trends that we are going through right now.
0: OK, so um, I wanted to know. I, I seen a little top five video things at the bottom. I was curious. Can we show that, please?
1: Sure. <laughs> so sure. you
0: can go also understand uh, video by video how they perform, et cetera, correct?
1: Correct. Uh, off the back of this, there's a very kind of uh, strong reporting mechanism where we can yeah. kind of access and show uh, the users video by video how each specific video is doing against, uh, let's say, playlists or end screens mm-hmm. or thumbnails mm-hmm. or descriptions. Yeah, What's important to know, I think, uh, so right now, as we evolve this product, our, we have two goals. One, uh, as you said, uh, our goal is to give publishers know-how and advice that they don't necessarily have or they can't find themselves uh, directly Mm -hmm. on their YouTube account. But also because we work with and we see a lot of content and we work with a lot of content on YouTube, there is actually some insights and best practices and uh, data that we have access to where we Mm -hmm. would like to leverage this product as more like a benchmark. So for instance, to give them kind of an understanding of, okay, where do you sit if you are... So my channel is a lifestyle channel. And where does this channel sit against other lifestyle channels on YouTube? Like, what's the benchmark? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, soon we will be integrating some, some benchmarks into this product as well. And also, because I am a, my focus is creating content, but not necessarily optimizing it, uh, our goal, second goal as Score or Buzz My Videos is okay, how do we make your life easier? How do we uh, help you fix all of these things automatically with one click? So that's where I think the innovation is going to come through. Like uh, mm-hmm. we, we will be working on integrating um, some automations to help uh, channel owners to be able to fix these in one go at scale so that they don't have to. And- kind of
0: yeah go back and forth so my my question is uh is this in market so can i even if my channel doesn't deserve it because there are a few videos i have to improve that Uh, (laughs) i know you're telling i know you're telling me from a long time i know but linkedin is so easier for me at the moment (laughs) sorry youtube um is it in market
1: it is in market it's live uh you could go to fullscore.digital um, ah, that's
0: the web. Okay, that's the website. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you can access this too.
0: And is it totally free, or is uh, so if I want, I have to pay at a certain point?
1: It is free to sign up. So what you are seeing right now, you can access yep. this dashboard for free. And um, then, and then, if you would like to know, okay, which videos of my channel are missing end screens? And then you can subscribe to our packages, uh, which is monthly or yearly, and with that,
0: Ah,
1: yeah, with some advice and some tech support and optimization support, and also all the data as to what you need to fix and what you need to work on on YouTube.
0: So, So basically, the if you want, let me if I understood well, the analytics part is free the actionable part is 39.9 or whatever, it's a yearly and monthly.
1: Yes. That's the idea, correct? Exactly, exactly, okay. exactly.
0: Okay, Okay. understood, good. And so, how does the so BuzzMyVideo is more the, the higher end and uh, BuzzMyVideo also has the service, etc., correct? That's the main, main difference with BuzzMyVideo with the other product.
1: Correct, we have premium services, so we have um, different products for different needs of our clients. And this is just a starting point, obviously, for any channel. But here the idea is, okay, uh, if you want to have some of the things fixed automatically, um, and we can help you do that with this with this dashboard and with this uh, product. But if you need more strategy, hands-on, kind of like hand-holding, uh, and um, kind of like an account, dedicated account manager, uh, rights management, um, a kind of content strategy, competitor analysis, all those different details of like premium services are living with Buzzmind uh, But this is more like an automated product where you come in, mm-hmm. you get access to the dashboard, and then we will soon working on how to integrate obviously this product offering uh, seamlessly to
0: our other premium services mm-hmm. as well. Okay, and as um, so, thank you. It was uh, really, really good. I learned a lot, and I think uh, if you have a YouTube channel you sh- better than mine, you should. Well, I'll try, I'll try. I'm just embarrassed by the level of video, so <laughs> it will be all red. But um, I think it's if you have a, a YouTube channel of any size, it's good to test. There's no arm in testing, you can learn a lot and then you decide what to do. On the other hand, I had last question that is more generic on the creator economy. It's like the most obvious and trivial question I can ask you, but I'll do it in any case. Uh, I think we're both uh, as we do uh, with everything that is new experimenting with generative AI. What do you think is the impact of generative AI on the creator um, economy in this space without saying too, too wide?
1: Um, Yeah, uh, so it has, obviously it comes with uh, all the advantages that you can automate a lot of things. And uh, we are, I mean, I'm on a daily basis trying to understand how we can either kind of further automate our own products plus my personal kind of tasks, daily tasks. So it's a definite pro in terms of time saving. But in terms of creator economy, now the cost of content creation is so low but that doesn't that kind of gives me a little bit of a fear that also um so i can easily create a video right now um getting potentially a script from chat but how the information in that script so who is checking that or what's the reference point to that script etc is like there are a lot of concerns i think for the creator economy with them with the barrier to entry is becoming really low, which is good. A lot, of, a lot of people are going to be joining the creator economy. But the quality of the content, as we all know, there need to be measures uh, to check that quality uh, and to make sure that uh, obviously everybody is like, scared of this, like no misinformation or uh, it's not used in, in a bad way, potentially. So I think it's great. I'm super excited. But uh, what are those, uh, because it's a new, when, it's, when things are new, there are no rules, right? So it needs to be regulated, I suppose. And everybody thinks, so I, I can, uh, I personally started kind of like testing this. Uh, okay, how do we from A to Z, a person that like myself, who doesn't know any video editing, I can create videos right now from scratch. But then, is that the content that's going to be everywhere? You know, like, is the quality of uh, content going to kind of uh, go down? Uh, but then it gives other people competitor advantage. If you're a great creator, great storyteller, you're always going to flourish in this in this environment and you're going to create your content faster uh, thanks to all these um, tools that, that are coming into the market. Yeah, I've
0: been... I- I've been spending a lot of time thinking about that lately because I've been also in one or two on stage in panels, and that was a lot of the discussion, especially on the creative side. There's also a creative, generative AI creative uh, conference in in London in September, by the way. Oh, okay. I think uh, I think you're right. The 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 one point I'm trying to analyze now is. I don't think quality per se, I forget for a moment the bias, the dangerous, the fake, just the quality. So if it's so easy to create content, anybody can do it. The quality, I don't think quality per se matters is where is the audience. Mm. Um, I do not go long, but I've, the more I use ChatGPT to create content, the less I tend to, in this case, read or watch content. So it's mm. true that everybody can can you know like like with with uh, with these people started to go to do a lot more photos who's watching them i think the point is where is the audience and on one end the top creator the good creator will are empowered but they can the problem is will all the you know the the huge amount of low level or non interesting content kill or sublimate these creators to be more artists than before Uh, it's i don't know i have no idea but that's the scenario i think
1: but you're right i was like thinking about myself so right now instead of potentially reading a full article i can just get a three kind of bullet point summary of it it's making the audience lazy as well kind
0: of I kind of do it every time, to be honest, (laughs) even with what I write, that's the point.
1: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So you are right, the audience behavior is changing, you know, as you said, the audience might be becoming a bit more um, spoiled in terms of like really fast content as well, like summaries or uh, and very good videos. Yeah. But in a way, I was also thinking for people who doesn't want to show their faces or anything, you can just turn yourself into an avatar and become a content creator as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about like my generation, like the older generation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it opens up doors <laughs> for us, you know?
0: <laughs> Va bene. So, uh, thank you, Bango. It was a long run, uh, but super cool, super cool. Uh, I'll invite uh, everybody with a YouTube channel to give it a try at least. And then we'll see maybe we meet again for the next iteration, okay?
1: Okay. Grazie Grazie. Grazie. Ciao. Chao. Chao, ciao.